and welcome to the Be Real, Get Real podcast. I am your host, Nancy Matthews, one of the founders of Women's Prosperity Network. And this podcast, Be Real and Get Real, is about highlighting today's women leaders, thought leaders, business experts, who share their stories of their passion, their why, why it is that they're doing what they're doing today. And I get to introduce you to a woman who was a chapter leader with Women's Prosperity Network. I think, in fact, that's how we first got introduced when we were bringing on some new chapter leaders many moons ago. Um, she's an author. She is a beautiful woman of heart as well as skill and talent. So uh, let me share a little bit about Peggy Lee and her background, and then we'll, we'll go ahead and dive into today's conversation. So Peggy Lee Hansen is an international best-selling author, publisher, and speaker, and she specializes in writing and book publishing. As a coach and mentor, Peggy Lee can take the gazillion thoughts that are in your head and get them organized on paper or inside a digital document. She does this through the publishing arm of her business, Courageous Women Publications, which is a division of personal transition guidance. From her vast life and business experience, she can also assist you to thrive through a life-changing event, share your wisdom, or create a workshop specific to your audience. Peggy Lee has written, published, been quoted in books, and appeared on the front cover of other people's books. And get, get a load of this, The Count Surpasses 40 Books. She is also the creator of the international best-selling multi-authored series, series, Courage Under Siege, which has produced nearly 50 first and second time authors. At this writing, she's working on volume seven, and she maintains certifications as a life coach, business book ghostwriter, and instructional designer. And you can learn more about her at PeggyLeeHanson.com. And of course, you're going to learn more about her right now. Welcome, Peggy Lee. Ah, thank you, Nancy, for that wonderful introduction. Uh, so great to be here with you and with your audience today. I am grateful to have you with us. And, you know, as I was reading over the many, many accomplishments and achievements that you have, the, the undercurrent that keeps showing up as I was, you know, listening to myself share today is your commitment about women specifically having courage to share their truth, which is not always an easy thing. So, no, it's not. So how did this come about for you? It came about when, um, after I was released from the corporate world, I worked for Northwest Airlines for 21 years and they merged, of course, with Delta back in 2009. Mm -hmm. And I found out that I was not going to be going on with the new Delta. And so I had to come up with something else. And knowing what I wanted to do, which was to write a book, and I knew I wanted to be a speaker, uh, a motivational speaker of somehow, because how I left the corporate world really inspired a lot of people. Mm -hmm. uh, when I went up to the office of the new manager and found out, received, you know, basically I got my pink slip saying I wasn't going to go on, you know, she just kind of looked at me, touched me on my arm and she leaned in and she said, are you going to be okay? 
I just stood up and I said, I'm going to be more than okay. And I walked out of the office. Wow. Let me pause for a second. Did this come, were you blindsided by this? Was it, I'm sure the rumor mill was going about who was staying, who, you know, was that all happening in that scene? It was definitely all happening. And um, I wasn't really blindsided because I was a, a, a woman, number one. Number two, I did not have a college education. I didn't have any real certifications at that time. And even though I was good at what I did, they just couldn't find a place to keep me. Mm-hmm. And although I was offered a spot to come back for like 30 more days, and I said, no because um, I did not want to have that pendulum swinging over my chest anymore. I wanted to be able to live and breathe and my own life and be charged of my, my own destiny, my own destiny. And um, when you hear, I just want to kind of move backwards a little bit. When you hear somebody tell you, suggest to you to write down a list of things that you want to do, write it down because that is the day that that list that I had wrote three years earlier began to pop off the page. So um, it was things like having, uh, being able to work at home, being, having a profitable business, not having to commute 80 miles a day to a job, um, just to be happy to do what I wanted, be with who I wanted go anywhere I wanted and be financially stable to do all that. Mm -hmm. And so that day is the the day I got my pink slip is the day that list started jumping off. Well, and I think it's important what you just shared that you wrote that list before that day occurred. Yes. So in, in doing so, like we never know, Certainly today we could validate this as truth. We never know what's going to happen and what's around the corner. And what you shared about writing this list years prior, the time is now, whether you're in a secure job, an insecure job, whether you're unemployed, write that list because your heart's desires are seeking expression. Mm-hmm. Don't keep them bottled up. Absolutely. So yes, write that list and keep writing that list because I realized a a year or so ago, oh my gosh, all my dreams have come true. I need a new list. You know, so now I'm creating a new list. Yeah. All my dreams have come true. That's beautiful. And keep on dreaming, keep expanding, keep on growing. I heard a story years ago about Buzz Aldrin, the astronaut. And after he went to the moon, he ended up um, becoming an alcoholic, despondent, depressed. He, because, and he shares this after the fact, he realized that he hadn't set another vision, dream, or goal for himself beyond being an astronaut. And then, you know, what are you going to do if that all gets taken away? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. So, so the story continues. Uh, Sorry. So the story continues. I went back downstairs and everybody says, why are you laughing? Why are you smiling? Why are you happy? It says, because I know what I'm doing for the rest of my life, mm. you know, and that was the whole key to me. And people really took note of that and talk about having positivity in bad situations 
that is how easy it can be. Find something to be grateful, happy about that will move you into the next spot instead of sitting in a space where you are sad and negative and all you see is anger, you know? So, so that's what I brought. And as people started telling me that, I realized that I can help other people. So in order to do that, I knew I needed to get on stage somehow, however that was going to work. So I joined the organizations of Toastmasters International about a year later. I gave myself a year's time to just sit with everything because it's a loss. You know, when you work with the company for that long, it's grief that settles in. So you still had to take care of yourself. And so I joined Toastmasters International, um, quickly got um, invited in to be a leader and be able to, you know, run the club, uh, run even more than a club. I got to uh, be an area director at that particular time where I oversaw other clubs and I got to hear so many speeches from other people. I need to pause for a second. Yeah. Because there's a lesson in that that you, you may or may not even realize as I was listening. You showed up because you wanted to be a speaker. And because you showed up, and I'm certain, were operating from a place of excellence in yourself, that's how leadership happened for you. That's why you got invited to that next level. It's because of who you were being in the process of going for what you wanted. So good lesson there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it was, it was one of the best things that I could possibly do. So all the Toastmaster people out there who are still sitting in your chair, just shaking in your boots about getting up and getting a speech, get into the, the leadership part of the club and then move on forward because you will learn so much. You will meet so many people. And that's where... The, the speeches and, and learning, thinking about how to get those speeches out there. By this time, uh, when I became uh, an area director and uh, district or a division director, I guess is the, the right word, I've had my books written at that time. I have written three books myself, uh, 50 something thrown into transition and uh, The Acceptance Factor are the three books that I have personally written. And we can get those on Amazon, I'm sure, right? And you can get those on Amazon. Just, <laughs> just, just look at, you know, look under Peggy Lee Hansen and Amazon and you'll find all the books. And um, so, and it was a, like a waste of hearing all these speeches and have them not go anywhere. Wow. There were speeches about, you know, child loss, uh, divorce, abuse, and how people survived and thrived and how they picked themselves up, you know, and it was just amazing to me. And I wanted to find a way of how to make these stories come to life and to share them because a lot of people, when they would speak, and even through my story, I saw that a lot of people were inspired by what I did. And I knew that there was something there, but I didn't exactly know quite how to put it all together. 
I love that. So you just, you listened actually to your heart and observed what was happening in the people around you as you heard all of these stories and you thought to yourself, there must be more to do with this. And I, I think another great lesson for all of us is the things that happen in our lives that we've made it through are stories and opportunities for us to share so that we can make someone else going through something similar a little easier, give them hope that you will get to the other side. And, and it's, a, it's beautiful. I love how you create, and that's where Courage Under Siege came into being, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I thought, okay, so let's try this and see how this is going to do. Now, I'm not thinking about this by myself. By this time, I am involved with the WPN. Uh, I have met so many wonderful women. This is like around the year 2014, something like that. So, you know, about six years ago. And even the stories that I heard and the women that I met there, just absolutely awesome, awesome women. Mm -hmm. And the men, you know, the, the men who belong to yeah, WPN. We have, we have some awesome men too. Yeah, you know, and they are great and so supportive as well and encouraging. I love them. I love everyone. And which is true. I do love everyone. Uh, I also have um, what I call divine downloads. And if I do not pay attention to those divine messages that I get, things get a little wonky. But when I start to, and, and for those who are intuitive, those who are a little bit woo-woo can understand that, you know, if you don't listen um, to what is being given to you, you know, things can go off the rails a little bit. So I have learned to be guided and to listen to those messages that I get. And they have not steered me wrong whatsoever. And all it is, is just that little tiny inner voice. And I had so many voices in my head. And that's where a lot of people say too, you know, I have so many ideas that come to me. How do I, how do I corral them, you know, into one? Well, I had to do that with all the voices that I were, was hearing in my head. And so I just gave them the name of my divine download team. And I have been able to, you know, uh, manage them the, the best that I can. And Courage Under Siege, the name came to me, you know, uh, divine, divinely, I said. And also the people in the first book, I invited my mentors that I've had previously and invited them to the book. I've had... Uh, there's, I think I wrote the forward for one of them, didn't I? You did. That's what I thought. You did. So I have Nancy's story, I have Trish Carr's story, and I have Susan Winner's story. And so if you want to know stories, get these books, get these books. Yeah, Abs absolutely. Mm -hmm. So that's how it all kind of came about. But I wanted to be able to promote the women, you know, not just share their stories, not from their pain points, you know, to their where they are today, but it was more of getting them out there so that people could know them and so that they can hold up their book on stage and say, I have a book. It makes a difference. Yeah, this makes is my difference. book. And um, let, I want to hit upon two quick things before yes. we wrap up today's podcast. Uh, the first is one of the things that I hear often is 
people don't think they're a good writer or they're afraid to tell their story in truth because it's ugly and makes them, you know, look bad. How do you support uh, writers in moving beyond that? I hear that so much, I, but I'm not a writer. Well, you don't necessarily have to be a writer. Uh, all you need to do is just sit down and write your story. And from that, just by sitting down and, and doing that, that process, pretend like you're journaling. That's all it is. That's all writing is, is just journaling. Yeah, or talk it, maybe even just talk it into something and then, you know, a recorder or computer, and then you can have it transcribed. Yes, yes. Um, what about that, that piece of feeling so vulnerable and, put, you know, writing down your screw-ups or your mistakes or the not-so-good things that have happened? Absolutely. It is so scary for a lot of people how to do that. Uh, two of the volumes of Courage Under Siege revolve around angel intuitives, mediums, psychics, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the metaphysical, the clairs. And when they were younger, they would see visions of angels, of you know, deceased people, um, you know, and they were so, they were so afraid of what they were seeing and even having, as they were getting older and sharing their stories, it was really hard and difficult to share that with anybody because they well, were told he, they were wrong. Wrong, crazy. That's the kind of stuff that used to get people locked up and burned at the stake. Let's face Absolutely. <laughs> so they didn't, they didn't know how to do that, but I gave them an opportunity, uh, a vehicle to come into this safe space that I have created for my writers, for my anthology authors, to just sit down and create and just write and be in that space. And they felt safe mm -hmm. and they felt held and they felt loved. So they were able to tell their story. And one quick story on that, one of the, the women never really talked to her dad about what she did. Mm -hmm. She didn't know what to write either, but she wrote that she worked with crystals. She worked with, you know, saging. She worked with angel cards. She worked with so many things and she wrote each one of, about them in the book. She took her chapter to her dad who was in the hospital at the time and showed it to him. And after he read it, he looked at her and he says, all you need to know is how much I love you. Mm. And that changed their relationship from that point on. And I, I thank her for allowing me to tell this story, but that is so, how life-changing, sharing your story that you're so afraid to tell can change someone's life. It can change your life. It, and it will change your life, getting it out, sharing it with someone else, particularly, as you said, in a safe space. Yes. Um, so Peggy Lee, thank you for being with us today. And I know that you're consistently um, working with writers as well as non-writers to find ways to share their stories and you guide them so beautifully. How do people get in touch with you? They can find me all over social media, whether it's LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, although Facebook or Facebook and LinkedIn are the two major 
okay. uh, social media is the name, but it's Peggy Lee Hansen. Perfect. Uh, all over. So you can also email me at Peggy Lee at Peggy Lee Hansen.com. Fantastic. And I think that um, you've got, you go, they go to your website. There's some free tools to get them started in the process, right? Yes. Beautiful. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, thank you, my friend, for sharing your heart, for sharing your story with us and for being a part of our community of Women's Prosperity Network. I appreciate you greatly. I love and adore you, Nancy Matthews. You know that. And I love the WPN. And I, I am so grateful for everything because without you, I would not be where I am today. We're all in this together. One we of are. One of together. our... One of our lines that we say often in our community is we may not have it all together, but together, together we have it all. That's <laughs> awesome. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode of the Be Real, Get Real podcast. Until next time, get out there, make it an amazing, positively focused day, and remember to be the one. Have a great day, everybody. Bye, Peggy Lee. Bye. Thank you all.